What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely great to be with you guys. It is Thursday. I got to check the, the – make sure I'm on the right day. Um, the 18th, baby. And this is episode number 854. Oh, I'm excited about this. And, you know – this is one of my favorite shows that we do every year. You know, this is, you know, we're going into year eight of the 49ers Rush podcast, which is awesome. We re restart the year clock every year at the draft. And it's just like I'm learning uh, constantly different shows that kind of get staked out throughout the year. And this is one of my favorite shows. You know, the schedule comes out and we, we always, you know, go through, you do record predictions, all that stuff. And that's great. But what I really enjoy doing is, is going through all 17 games and treating them as their own, okay? And then not ranking wins and losses, but what's the hardest game on the schedule and what's the easiest game? And I take it to a lot of account, whether that's, you know, rest days, which I want to spend a lot of time talking about that, or traveling, miles, degree of difficulty with the team you're playing, what the team you're playing is doing before and after. I think that the context there adds a lot to it so i've gone through and spent way too much time <laughs> but because like the nfl kind of resets you know it, it's it's in quarter system so a week five is different than week one and week nine is different than week five and teams you thought were good aren't and whatever else but i think that this tells the story much better of the 2023 season and the journey that is ahead for the 49ers than, you know, just looking at the schedule broadly. So instead of a sequential order as far as the order they go in, let's look at it degree of difficulty. 1 through 17, I got them all ranked. We're going through them all. I'm excited about that. We're going to start at 17 and work our way up. Um, and also, this is huge as well because, man, I, I've been working on my web skills, my web design skills, which are rudimentary at best. However, the 49ers Rush Road Trip, baby, is alive and well. The site is live, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We've got the six games that we are going to. Um, week 1, Steelers at home versus the Cowboys. Week 7, Minnesota, Monday Night Football game. All the way to Jacksonville, Week 10. Thanksgiving Day, uh, we're doing a Thanksgiving Day tailgate, baby, in Seattle. And then week 15, um, going down to Arizona. They didn't get a game last year. That site is live, and I am so freaking excited about it. Uh, got my man here, David Walner, my mentor, baby. Uh, he's a Cowboys fan. That's okay. Hold it against him. Uh, Dallas beats 49ers. Uh, I don't think so. It's been a long time, my friend. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I just don't see it going that way. I just don't see it going that way. Perhaps it does, but uh, I just don't see it yet. Now, if you've never been out to our road trips, oh my gosh. Uh, we put together a video. Shout out to Eric Meisner, who runs our Instagram. Uh, he put this video together. Quick 20-second clip. This shows you what it's like. Man, this was Atlanta just last year. So here's a quick clip, 20 seconds, just so you can see what it's like at these trips. Going to 49ers games is awesome, but what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community, and we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together, night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 
Oh, I freaking love it, man. There's nothing better than hanging out with amazing people like Adam MacArthur. Look at this. Uh, love all the hashtag CCs coming through there. What's up, bro, Montana? Uh, Mosquito Killer was in the video you just saw, which is so cool. Josh, he's going to be coming out in Pittsburgh, I think. I'm hoping. Um, Adam's coming out in Pittsburgh as well. Uh, yeah, look at Josh. He says Dallas is the easiest on the schedule. I was actually – I got him pretty low. I, I just – I don't know, man. Dallas is a good team. There's no doubt about it. Their defense is great. Dak, whenever he's not turning the ball over every other play, they're a good team. But I, I'm sorry, man. I just I don't have a lot of respect for him. We'll get to that game. But I love all the hashtag CCs. You guys are the best. And you know, without further ado, let's let's do this. Let let's jump in. Uh, man, this is awesome. <laughs> I freaking love. It. Let's do week the 17th. Right, there's 18 weeks. You got a bye week. 17 games. What is the easiest game on the schedule? I've got week 11 at home versus Tampa Bay. That's the easiest game on the schedule to me. One, I think Tampa Bay is a pretty bad team. Uh, one of the least amount of pressures in the NFL from a defensive line standpoint. They just don't get after the quarterback. Cannot run the ball. They had Tom Brady last year, still had a losing record. One of the worst divisions in pro sports, not only the NFL, I just do not see it with Tampa Bay. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not an NFL quarterback. Um, he would not be on the top three of our depth chart, right? <laughs> he would be number four uh, with Brandon Allen fighting that one out. It's just not a good game. On top of that, it's a zero-rest game. And what I mean by that is, and we'll do this for every game, uh, shout-out to Warren Sharp. He did a heck of a job with Sharp Analytics. He went through every single game for every single team and charted how many days advantage there is for each team Per game and overall the Niners are the worst 20 games negative um, throughout the whole season which is just by far the worst uh, just not good just not good but this game doesn't matter this is the easiest game on the schedule it's a home game same rest for both teams and the weeks before this you've got Tampa Bay playing Tennessee on the East Coast so they got to fly all the way out here but we're playing at Jacksonville and then we got to fly all the way to Cali um, so I just don't respect the team. Um, I do think that they are a better quality team than Arizona, which is my next team. But there's always a little extra juice uh, <laughs> uh, that you put uh, on there with, uh, what's it called, uh, playing divisional opponents, e even if they suck. And I, I think, you know, our week 16 game is, uh, you know, or sorry, our number 16 game is Arizona week four. That's a home game, right? It's it's the team sucks. Arizona is an underdog according to Vegas. Every single game though, they're not favored in one game, not one, not one game. Do I think they're going zero and seventeen? I don't think so, but they're the worst roster in the NFL. I, I don't think, I, I don't think it's even close. They're just a bad team. What's up, 49ers? Josh, I love it. 1982 is a good year, my friend. Um, he says, my boy, Chap, I'm off catching you live. I love it. Hashtag CC. Um, yes, yes, yes. I like it. Now, I am flying solo today. What's up, Yatsik? I love it. Um, so if you guys got something, tag me in it uh, so I could star it. And once we get through the schedule, I can go back to some questions, um, all those different things. And, yeah, you got to listen to Josh right here. Slap the, the like, fellow faithful. It's an easy, free way to help, um, to help the show grow, which I really, really like. Um, so again, number 16, Gabe, I've got week four versus Arizona at home. We are a positive three on the rest meter. So we actually have extra time, which is wonderful. Um, I, I do like that. That's coming off the, uh, Thursday night football game versus the giants the week before, um, Arizona's coming off a home game against the Cowboys. So that's close to a buy. Um, but I expect them to lose that game. So we're a plus three, which, man, I'm going to take that. The only reason why I don't have this as the easiest game is because it is a division game. And then guess what? We uh, Number 15, the 15th toughest game, right? We're counting from the easiest to the toughest. Arizona again. <laughs> at Arizona, which we will be at with the 40 hours rush road trip. I don't know what the Cardinals are going to be like at that time. Kyler Murray's missing the first part of the season. Do they rest them all year? so that they could try to get that first overall pick and try to get Caleb Williams. Man, I don't want that to happen. I do not want Caleb Williams in this division. Um, I don't even know if they can walk away from that Kyler Murray contract. It's the worst contract in the NFL by a mile. 
Um, so if they do decide to cut bait, it's not like what it was with Josh Rosen after one year. They owe him like 50 plus million dollars to to cut him or to trade him. Like it's gonna be tough to move that contract. It's the worst contract. It's way worse salary cap wise than Jalen Hurts, than Lamar Jackson, than Patrick Mahomes, than Derek Carr. They I mean, you can go on and on and on. It's the worst contract of any of the quarterbacks. It's worse cap hit several years than Patrick Mahomes. And that dude is not Patrick Mahomes. Arizona Cardinals ownership is just straight dog poop. Um, Bidwell is trash. So glad he is not part of our team. Uh, the Yorks, mm, they have righted the ship, I feel like, with their shit ahead. Do they do some quirky stuff? Yeah. But, uh, hey, they came out. Jed York came to a rush road trip, baby. Uh, Y'all got to come out, too. If the owner of the Niners could come to one of our events, uh, man, yeah, th there's no excuses. What's up, Yatsik? The man. I love it. Um, oh, look at this. John Chapman, last year we lost the games you ranked 1-4-14-17. The year before we lost games you ranked 1-2-4-5-6-7-10. Man. Look at this. Narsh coming in freaking hot. Dude, you are awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to look through those things. And so what do we take away? Uh, we have lost the most difficult game on our schedule in back-to-back -back years. We have lost the fourth-ranked difficult schedule. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So the first and fourth, I don't want to let those out now, but I want to revisit this comment here. Man, that is interesting. The easiest game we had on our schedule last year, we lost. Mm, that breaks my heart, man. I'm pretty sure that was that Bears game. Mm, yeah, weather, weather's the great neutralizer. That that was just so weird, that game. Uh, but, man, that is awesome. Thank you for that. I, I want to look at it and see at the end of this, I'll tell you which one of those we we have for each one. Uh, it, just to play it out. Just to play it out. Um, let's see here. Brother Bob says, if the work schedule works out, I will be at the pit game. I already have ticks for week two. That's what's up. That's what's up. And Pittsburgh's going to be a lot of fun. We've, we've got a huge venue. We've got an awesome tailgate. You know, we, we reserved a whole lot that is literally two blocks from the stadium, Acrisure Stadium. It's going to be incredible, man. Pittsburgh going to be a blast. And so those tickets are up again, 49ers rush um roadtrip.com uh, you can go check that out now here we go 14th easiest schedule or most difficult i don't know if i'm saying that right or wrong but one's most difficult 17's easiest so yeah 14th most difficult versus the rams week 18 last week of the season both teams coming off a road game rest is zero there's no positive or negative there for either team the Rams are traveling all the way from New York, playing the Giants. The 49ers are traveling all the way from Washington. So, again, both coming from the East Coast back, but they've got to come back and play a road game against us. And I'm sorry, the Rams are a bad football team with zero depth. I just said this about the Cardinals. Would you be shocked at all if the Rams did the exact same thing they did last year where – Man, halfway through the season, they realize they cannot be competitive. So what do they do? Hey, Aaron Donald, guess what? Rest all you want. Hey, quarterback Matt Stafford, rest all you want. I mean, who else they got? Cooper Cup. That's it. There's three guys on their roster you can name. That's it. I, I can name a lot more. But the regular NFL fan cannot. Rams are devoid of talent and depth. They've always been. They've never had depth. But. For the first five years of McVay, they were the healthiest team in the NFL for five straight years. They finally experienced some injuries. Boom. Bottom fell out. Uh, just absolutely collapsed. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers 
for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. They're in a complete rebuild mode. If they could trade Matt Stafford, they would. This is another team. You know, McVay and Les Snead, their GM, they do like to look at things creatively. I would not put it past them at all to tank on purpose to try to get the quarterback of the future. The Cardinals, I don't know what that Kyler Murray deal. And again, Matt Stafford, his deal's not as bad as Kyler's, but he's still got like $50 million cap hit coming up. Not a good thing, but they're trying to get rid of Stafford. Uh, they actively shopped him. Nobody wants to take that contract. Maybe he retires. I don't know. But again, by week 18, is there anybody here that assumes the Rams will be in playoff contention? Ugh. Uh, yikes. You know, I, I just don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't see it. So uh, not sure if – I don't know what that's going to be. It's a TBD game, right? Uh, the, like, the NFL is not scheduling those last weeks. They're going to basically a month before announce when those games are. And so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll just have to see what that looks like. Right here, yeah, uh, week 18, we will be resting players for most of the game, number one seed. Man, I don't. I know Kyle doesn't like resting. That's not in his kind of forte, and I'm cool with that. But we'll see. The NFL is going to be very different once we get to December. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and, you know, it's not even December. With the schedule pushed back, that game against the Rams is slated for January 7th. Man, it's early January. It's not even December. And I do like playing in the state of California in January. I do like playing home even more than that. So uh, I, I do like that. I do like that. Um, man, getting some lots of uh, questions in here. Josh says, lambs are cooked uh, for this year. I just don't see it. They're either going to be red hot early, which, guess what, takes us to our next game. Uh, the 13th most difficult game is at the Rams week two, early on. We're getting the full Rams experience. You look at the game last year. Uh, recently on our Patreon channel, which if you haven't checked that out, please go do so. It is the life and blood of this, you know, everything that we do here is how I feed my family. I put out twice as much content over there than I do here. Um, I, was, I went back and watched... I think it was the week four game last year against the Rams when Colton McKivitz started. And so I just did a full breakdown on Colton McKivitz. He played 31 snaps that game. How did he do? He did great, by the way. But that game was close. That game was really, really close. And again, you, you just put in the context. You know, the 49ers were one and two going into week four last year. We lost to the Bears, beat the Seahawks. Lost to the Broncos, low point of the season. We were at that game. It was terrible. Then you had the Rams, and that game was close going into the half, and then we blew the doors off. You won 24-9, to and you didn't really look back after that point. Well, uh, that's not true. You beat the Rams, beat the Panthers. They fired their coach, traded us their best player. <laughs> then we lost back-to-back -back games, and then we just went on that tear. But, you know, we were 1-2 and two with a losing record going to play that Rams game, and it was a Monday night game, and then you just blew them out, blew the doors off second half. And Rams season was done at that point. Our season took off at that point, right? Um, so it's interesting because the Rams are going to try to be competitive. Even teams that like the Cardinals or Tampa Bay or the Rams, fill in the blank, worst teams out there in the NFL. Every single team has hope. Every team does. I, I've coached and played on teams that were bad, we all convince ourselves, man, we got a shot. We got a shot. Draft picks worked out, free agent signings. Maybe if this, if this, if this, if this. Ooh, maybe, maybe. Even the Rams are in that moment now. But, but, by week two, there's even if they get blown out week one, you know, and again, looking at this, the, the schedule, we're playing Pittsburgh week one, and then we go to the Rams. The Rams are playing at Seattle. Not an easy game. Division on the road. We'll see. Uh, but I've got that one. You know, back-to-back -back Rams ranked uh, versus the Rams 14 at the Rams 13. 
Then we get into a game I hate. I hate this game. I hate this game so much. My 12th most difficult game at Washington, week 17. I cannot stand the scheduling of it. I hate it. Yeah, it's just awful. You know, the rest day, we're negative one rest days, okay, because we have to play Christmas night. That sucks. Then you got to fly all the way to the East Coast and have an early kickoff. Washington was really, really high on my list of games to try to get Rush Road Trip out there. It's it's tough. <laughs> I'm just going to be really honest with you. It's tough to fly out there for an early kickoff and throw a tailgate at an early kickoff East Coast game. We can do it, and we have done it. I'm just telling you, logistically, it's difficult. Um, so we're working on some venues and teams and all that stuff. I'm not saying Washington is a game we're not going to go to, but I'm telling you right now, after Christmas and a short week, not fun, man. <laughs> not fun. I don't like it. Now, Washington is coming off back-to-back -back road games as well. They're playing uh, the L.A. Rams. Then they're playing the New York Jets. Then they host us at home. But, man, I do not like early body clock games for players or for tailgaters. <laughs> we got to work, baby. Um, we got to work. We got to work. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, it, it's I don't like that game. Now, I don't respect Washington as a team. I do respect Ron Riviera. I think he's fun. I think he's awesome. I think he's a great dude. But at the same time, I look at it, and I'm just like, okay, not a great team. Probably Sam Howell is going to be their starting quarterback. Like, who knows what that's going to be? We don't really know. But I, is the coach going to be fired? It's new ownership group. Is I, I don't know what that's going to be. I, I just hate that travel. It just seems like one of those trap games. Number 11, most difficult game at home, our home opener. Thursday night football, which I hate. New York Giants, week three. I think I think this game is weird to me. The Giants are either red hot or ice cold, but Dayball is a hell of a coach. I don't, Daniel Jones does nothing for me. Um, I would take all three of our quarterbacks, maybe not Sam Darnold over them. Um, they paid him $40 million. I don't get it. But it's weird. It's just weird. Well-coached team. Dayball is incredible. Again, you look at the coaching coaches of the year, right? Dayball won coach of the year. Shanahan was runner-up. Going to be two great coach teams. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Giants are playing Arizona and then coming to us. We're playing the Rams and then playing that. It's just a weird game. Usually home games, I'm like, all right. But I don't know. It's just got a weird feel to it. Niners don't usually start well either. That's why I got it at 11. Number 10, stayed in the NFC East, and we were talking about it earlier. Dallas Cowboys, 10th, um, you know, on the difficulty scale. One being the toughest, 17 being the easiest is 10, right in the middle. You look at the record in the team, you'd say, man, Dallas should be much harder than this. But guess what? Zero rest days for either side. Both teams coming off a home game. Dallas is hosting the Patriots before us. We're hosting the Cardinals before this game and I'm sorry just it's it's the opposite of the Giants it's funny like how I feel about the Giants game is like man great coach team with not that much talent Dallas a lot of talent poorly coached their defense is going to be coached well Quinn's incredible but man I just don't believe in their offensive staff at all I think it's probably the worst offensive staff in the NFL um, literally, it's that bad. They fired their best offensive coach. That was so stupid. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do they have the fire? Can Dak go off? Yes. Do they have a good offensive line? Yes. Is Tony Pollard great? Yes. Can CD Lamb be a very, very good wide receiver? Yeah. Brandon Cooks, get it. Got like, it makes sense on paper. But how many times do we have to see this team just not be able to execute against a quality team? And the answer is all the freaking time. All the time. They can beat up on whomever, but like you watch a play against the Eagles or the Niners, coaching matters. Execution matters. And I <laughs> I don't know, man. I just when's McCarthy gonna be a good coach when he doesn't have a Hall of Fame guy? When's he gonna win pressure games whenever he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback? And even whenever he did, he only did it once. Which one Super Bowl is huge. I get that, but 
I don't know, man. I, I just have no respect for that organization. I really don't. I really don't. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Their defense is incredible. I will give them that. So that's number 10. Number nine, at Minnesota, week seven. We'll be there, baby. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Monday night game. Now, rest factor zero. That's even. Both teams coming off a road game. Minnesota plays at Chicago. We play at Cleveland. So not a huge travel game, but they're going home, right, for either team. Cleveland to – like, I think the 49ers might stay out there. I don't know yet. I haven't heard official word. But, like, I doubt the Niners travel to Cleveland, come home, travel to Minnesota. come. Like, I don't see that. I think that, you know, every single year they always pick one of these back-to-back road trips where they stay out there. And so we'll see what happens there. But here's the thing. I I want to put this lower because I don't think Minnesota's good. I know they won 13 games last year. They've lost a lot. They lost their top four corners. They gave away their best pass rusher for peanuts. They haven't gotten better. Last Lost Thielen, but you brought in Jordan Addison, you know, a USC guy who's played well. I think he's great. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, one of the top 10 players in the NFL, but... You mean tell me we get to play Kirk Cousins in primetime? I'll take that every day of the week. For those of you that bet with us, I'm not good at a lot of things. I'm pretty damn good at betting. Uh, we have made a lot of money. Like, and again, back to the Patreon thing. If you have bet with us for the past four years, you have made a lot of money. We have posted profits every single year, four straight years since we started doing this. Not to mention the money we've made in the draft. But uh, whatever, I digress. I make most of my money betting Kirk Cousins. If it's an early kickoff, I'm betting the Vikings almost unanimously. If it's a primetime game, I'm betting against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings almost unanimously. Every single time. Now, have I hit every single bet? No, but it's like a 95% success rate. Some people just can't perform, just cannot when the lights are bright. It's the anti-Jimmy Butler rule, right? We'll stick with the basketball like thing right now. Like, You say whatever you want about the Miami. I hate Miami Heat, by the way. Dallas Mavericks guy. Obviously, I've got scars. But when Jimmy Butler is out there playing, I'm betting on him. I'm betting on him. No matter what. I don't care. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care what team's better. Don't care. I'm not betting against Jimmy Butler. Not going to do it. And it's paid off very, very well. Well, Kirk Cousins is the, I don't know, what do you call, like, uh, <laughs> what's the opposite of that? Uh, Chris Paul, Dr- James Harden, like, these guys, uh, basketball, I know, I love basketball, but I know it's not my wheelhouse. He ain't it. I'm just, I'm sorry. He's not it. What do they always say? What do the kids say? Oh, he's him. No, he ain't him. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is not him, 100%. And so... One thing I am most excited about is for Shanahan to see in person he's not him. So, like, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to bet so big on this game. <laughs> it probably I don't bet big amounts. Like, I bet, like, $20 max on a single bet. Like, I don't bet more than that. I probably will this week. Kirk Cousins, not him. Gosh, man, I, I don't know. Like, am I crazy? Is there anybody else that feels this way? Yeah, we got antithesis. Uh, I love this. Uh, like, come on, guys. Oh, what's up, Dempster? How you doing, man? Uh, always good to see you, girl. And I'm excited. I, just, I saw that you posted you're coming out uh, to one of the trips. And I'm very, very excited to hang out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> cousins ain't him. Uh, cousins isn't. Yeah, I love this. Uh, this is awesome. No, you aren't crazy. Thank you, Andrew. I'm going to show this to my wife, by the way. Next, I'm going to screenshot this, and next time we get in like, an argument, which we don't too often, I'm going to show her this. And look what Andrew says. All right. Oh, we got Terradome. What's up, Terry? He's he's always killing it. All right, let's move on to the next one, which this game predates the Minnesota game sequentially and also in rankings. Number eight, at Cleveland week six. I don't like this. I don't like it. One, I don't like Cleveland. I hate Cleveland, in fact. Um, I don't like Deshaun Watson. I hate Deshaun Watson, in fact. Um, don't like him. Cleveland off of a bye week. Then hosts us on the road. Like, it, this is weird. Negative seven days rest, which for most teams, no other team really has to go through too often, once or twice. 
We've got three games that are negative seven or worse. I hate this. And an early clock? This is stupid. Like, this was a red flag. There's three giant red flag games for the 49ers. This is one of them. That this, like, early clock, on the road, negative seven days rest. Like, that's three strikes you're out. Like, I understand the way they do the schedule. And I will be honest, I I gave props to the York family earlier in this show. Now I'm going to be uh, the opposite. A big reason why the 49ers schedule and we get screwed like this so often is because the 49ers tell the scheduling. I don't know that they do this, but the scheduling every freaking year with back-to-back road games earlier would line up with this. The 49ers tell the schedule makers in the NFL, don't give us early games at home. Don't do it. So the schedule maker says, sure, we'll meet that demand, but you're going to get screwed on some other stuff. We have zero games that have early kickoffs hosting in Santa Clara. Zero. There's not another NFL team that can say that. None. Why? Because everybody complains about the sun if you're in you know, the certain side of the stadium and all that stuff in Santa Clara at Levi's because they built the stadium wrong. They built the stadium wrong. Pure and simple. They, they designed Levi's to be in candlestick area. area. Santa Clara came in and bid whatever. I don't want to get into that. They just copy and pasted. Oh, yeah. Hey, can I see your homework? Yeah, just change it up a little bit. Wrong. <laughs> As a teacher, I, I could tell you nobody changes up when they copy. It's very plain and simple. And so they just copy and pasted the stadium down there. And it didn't work. And it hasn't worked. I like Levi's. I'm not, you know, bashing it. There's critique. I can critique anything. It's a problem I have. Um, but this sucks. And this is a result of having a stadium that you tell the NFL, hey, can you not schedule us any early kickoff games for the first two months of the season or at all, preferably? This is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get. Um, yeah, anyway. I got a little fired up, huh? Uh, I got a little fired up there. But this game, I think Cleveland's a good football team. Um, we'll see what happens. But negative seven days rest going to the East. You know, coast, you know, Eastern time zone area. I know it's not East Coast, it's Midwest, but it's Eastern time zone. And early kickoff, that's stupid. It's dumb. One of those, I'd be like, okay, cool. Three of them, come on, man. Come on. Do your damn job. Anyway, all right. I'm going to calm down. We're going to be okay. We're having a good time, right? We're having a good time. Now, Number seven, most difficult uh, game, uh, it's where we start off the season. At Pittsburgh, week one. Ah, going to be excited about that one, man. I cannot wait. Used to be called Three Rivers. Now it's Acrisure uh, Stadium. I hate the naming rights, but I understand with the money, capitalism, hashtag, whatever. Um, I'm very excited to go there. I love Pittsburgh. I've, I've been to the city several times. I actually really do enjoy it. Um one, the fan base is incredible. You know, I was talking with the Road Rush team. We were texting today in our group thread. And shout out to Alex. Uh, it was his idea. Um, you know, he's like, dude, we should get some Rush Road towels to give out at the events. So that, you know, because they always do the yellow towel. So I want to make me some red Rush towels, baby. Uh, <laughs> Rush Road Trip towels. And we're going to give those out at our events. Um, which I think would be really, really cool. That was a great idea. And so we're talking. We're like, what do we put on them? What do we want on there? So I have got a meeting with a manufacturer to try to get that set up so it would be ready for week one. But very excited about this game. It's the first game of the season, so zero days rest for each one. Uh, Niners always start on the road, baby. Got to. Uh, hashtag Levi's. So that's number seven. You know, that defense, they got a great defense. TJ Watt's going to be healthy, obviously. You know, I think the best safety in the game in Mika Fitzpatrick. They did lose Cameron Hayward, so their corners are interesting, but they, you know, got Joey Porter Jr. They're just an interesting team. And their quarterback, we'll see. It's, they're a fun team. They really, really are. O-line's not the best, but they traded up in the first round to get one. I, I'm curious. This is going to be a fun game because you've got, you know, their young quarterback, and then you're going to have one of the 49ers' young quarterbacks, whoever that is. You got two 23-year-olds and Trey and Brock and a 25-year-old and Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett, who I think is older than all of them. Uh, how old is Kenny Pickett? I'm curious. Uh, uh, this is uh, – here we go. I, I got you right here. Kenny Pickett is 20 – yeah, he turns – oh, look at this. His birthday is June 6th, so uh, here in about a week. 
So he's going to be pretty much the same age as Sam Darnold. You got young quarterbacks, baby. And you got little pups. And so young quarterbacks early, great defenses. It's, it's going to be fun. Oh, look at that. Jack, she said, that's what's up, man. She says, I want to be there. Terror, what's up, Terror? He's such a good Rush Road Warriors. Ooh. <laughs> Rush Road Rash. There we go. That, that triple R is going to catch me up good. I uh, <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, Kay says, John, cool as the other side of the pillow. Uh, that reminds me of uh, Stuart, man. The old ESPN days, right? Freaking awesome. Ah, I love it. I, I, I remember when ESPN was something, man. Mm. Anyway. Oh, look at this. Kitty Pickett, born on D-Day. Terror coming in. He's freaking, this dude always knows what's up, man. Great job, Terror. Um, all right, number six. Uh, sixth most difficult game versus Seattle. Divisional game. Week 14 at home. It's a divisional rival, you know, and this is the meat of our schedule and their schedule. That's all there is to it. We're negative three rest days. Negative three. Seattle's coming off a Thursday game. They got back-to-back games. But, you know, if you look at their schedule, this is Seattle's schedule before us. They've got the 49ers, then they've got the Cowboys, then they play us again. Not easy. You look at the, the 49ers' schedule, we play at Seattle, we play at Philly, then we play Seattle on a short week. I, it's just bad. Now, if it wasn't bad for all the teams involved then I wouldn't care as much, I guess is the right way to say it. Because, like, it, it's bad for, again, NFC, you look at all those those teams, it's bad for all of them, right? So, again, this is week 14. So if we look at just the Seattle schedule, listen to the Seattle schedule starting week 12. Seattle, Cowboys, at, uh, sorry, let's start this back over. Seattle, week 12. They host the 49ers, then they play at Dallas, then they play at the 49ers, then they host the Eagles. That's their four-game stretch, right? Um, if you look at Philadelphia, gosh, their starts week 11. At the Chiefs, they host the Bills, they host the 49ers, they travel to Dallas, then they travel to Seattle, then they stay home against the Giants. Like, that's a tough stretch. That's five games that are just stupid, right? If you look at... Uh, what's it called? Dallas, starting week 13. They host the Seahawks, then they host the Eagles, then they play at Buffalo, then they play at Miami, then they go back home and play the Lions, who I, I don't think are a cupcake. So tough, tough, tough. 49ers? Yeah, we know what they are, right? You've got, <laughs> what, what's it called? Here we go. You got at Seattle, at Philly, at home versus uh, the Seahawks. I think that we have the easiest stretch out of the top NFC teams during that stretch. And if you look at it and you say, man, Seattle, Philly, Seattle in three weeks, that's BS. And I think you're right. But when you jump out of the 49ers bubble and you look at this from an Eagles, a Seahawks, a Cowboys perspective, I think all three of their stretches during that time is way more difficult. Um, Way more difficult. But that's just me. Uh, so again, like this isn't the win loss prediction episode. This is just, you know, I'm looking at these games individually with what the opposing teams have to go through and see what this looks like. So for me, even though it's a home game against Seattle, which I think a lot of people could say, you know, that would be one, two or three, especially with three days rest. I, I, I don't negative three days rest, right? Like that's rough, but I'm not too concerned about Seattle. This is probably one of the most important games of the of the schedule for me. But as far as degree of difficulty, I'm going to say number six. Number five. Um, again, coming off a of bye week. Usually wouldn't have a game this difficult. But I'm going at Jacksonville Week 10, which will be there. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Super excited about this one. I think they're a solid team. Both teams will be coming off a bye, so zero rest day advantage either direction. But, but, early kickoff, East Coast time. It's stupid. That should never be a thing. If John Chapman was in charge of the NFL, I would say, look, if we have a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast time zone, three-hour difference, they should never have an early kickoff. That's it. Never. Not a thing. 
Not a thing. Shouldn't be. Niners got a bunch of them. Why? Why? Because we have no early kickoffs at home. Because our stadium. This is the problem. Uh, are the 49ers going to get a new stadium? Hell no. Are they going to build a dome? Hell no. Are they going to build a carport like they got <laughs> in Los Angeles? No, they're not. So I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't like this game. I don't like the makeup of it. I do like that we're coming off a bye. If if they weren't coming off a bye, that would be healthy. Because it's like, hey, you got this extra time. It kind of equates out a little bit. Nope. The one game that we should have an advantage, we don't. We don't. And it, it makes me mad. It really makes me mad. Like, you should be playing at Jacksonville early kickoff off an advantage. This is the one where you should have it. And a schedule maker said, uh-uh. And again, back when the schedule first came out, I said, man, the opponents, the way the if you're just looking at the order of the schedule, it's not bad. It's not bad. But when you add in the context, the traveling, the miles, the rest days, then it just gets harder and harder and harder. The most difficult part about the schedule isn't who you're playing. Is it the order you're playing these teams in? It's that you're going against all this travel and these teams having so much advantage on resting and traveling. Like it just, it complicates things. It's like playing a video game on the most extreme level of difficulty. I don't know. I don't like it, man. I don't, I don't like it. That's number five. Number four, home game, baby. Christmas night, Baltimore, week 16. I've got that one as the fourth most difficult game on the schedule. I think Baltimore's a really good football team. I really, really do. I have Lamar Jackson as one of the top MVP candidates. I really, I think he's finally got tools around him, which they have done a piss poor job. Both teams are coming off road games. We are playing at Arizona beforehand. Baltimore is coming off Jacksonville. So that's the one good news about this is that they got to go from at Jacksonville all the way to Santa Clara. We're going from at Arizona, not too far, to Baltimore. It's Christmas night. Rest day advantage is zero for both teams. Just a damn good team on Christmas night. It's just weird. It's just weird. Um, not sure. The wife, it's funny. She's the best. You know, I have to go through my schedule with her and – I love that. No problems there. But yeah, this was one like I couldn't even ask, hey, can I go to this one? <laughs> just like it's just like nope. <laughs> uh but anyway, for those of you that are going out there Christmas night, I hope you have a blast. This is the one that 100% cannot go to, will not be able to go to. Number 3 most difficult schedule uh game on our schedule at Seattle week 12. You know, number 4 was Baltimore Christmas night. This one uh, number three, at Seattle Thanksgiving. This one, the whole family's going out to. 40 hours rush road trip. We're putting together a full turkey, you know, Thanksgiving-type tailgate food and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited about this one. I know uh, a lot of the Canadians are coming out because Thanksgiving's not a big deal to them, American anyway. Um, I know the Danes are coming out, and I'm working on getting some of the UK faithful out for that one. Be a lot of fun. But... Rest day, zero advantage for both teams. Uh, both teams coming off short week, right? So no advantage either way. That's okay. It's a Thursday game, which sucks, but no advantage. That's positive. You know, the Seahawks are playing at Los Angeles Rams the week before. We're playing at home first, the Bucks. It's about the same travel from Los Angeles. I mean, it's really not too bad. But at Seattle has historically been one of the most difficult places to play if you're the 49ers it's been really really hard when last year we were at that game it was thursday last year too we went up there and freaking put it auto it was a close game but it could have been really really bad because you had the drake greenlaw fumble or interception i don't remember which one it was returned for a touchdown it was like i think it was like 25 to 3 but then they wiped that off the board because of the Nick Bosa penalty. Nick Bosa came out and said it was a penalty, whatever. But they wipe it off the board. Then it was like 18 to 3. Then they scored and it was like 18 to 10. That game very easily could have been out of hand. Very easily could have been. It wasn't. But that's the most important game on the schedule. I have it as the third most difficult based on all these things. Um, 
And again, I had it higher on degree of difficulty before the schedule came out. This was a game number two that kind of changed things. Second most difficult game on our schedule is a home game. Home game. Week eight versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is the biggest FU to the 49ers that is possibly available. Number one. I think it's the best team on our schedule. I, I do have the Bengals as a better team than Philly. Um, they're the best team, but we're playing them at home. So why are they number two? We have the largest rest discrepancy of any team in the NFL throughout the entire season, 2023, this game. Negative eight days. No team. No team has more than seven days discrepancy negative-wise. We have three of them. This one's negative eight days. And they're coming off of a bye week. And on top of that, we're coming off back-to-back road games at Cleveland, at Minnesota. Monday night road game at Minnesota. And then we come home. They got 14 days rest. We got six. Absolutely stupid. Just stupid. Stupid. Um, Not cool, man. And so we'll see. I think the Niners probably will be favored. But that's rough, man. Back-to-back road games. Not even close road games. Ah, There's just several instances as I've as I've gone through this and I hope I provided some context to like why this is a problem but it's just like how was this not red flagged how was this not red flagged the only thing I can take away is hey at least it's against an AFC opponent so tiebreakers doesn't imply for seedings it's early in the year it's not early it's week eight but it's stupid now we do get a bye week afterwards but then again so does the team we're freaking playing if you take away, you got to add. You balance things. Come on, Thanos. All right. Don't make me mad. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, most difficult game on our schedule. It's the game. Probably going to determine the one or two seed. And that's at Philly Week 13. Now, here's the crazy thing. I've been talking all this time about how we get screwed, we get screwed, we get screwed, we get screwed. This one, we're actually a plus three on the rest, which I think is fine for an East Coast game. That makes up for a lot of that. So I do think that Philly's the best team in the NFC, not named the 49ers, teams we have to play right. So I think the toughest team we have to play is the Bengals. But very close to that, and however you want to mix up the order of that, that's fine. I'm going to do a full power rankings for the NFC, AFC, NFL together. But Philly's the best NFC team that we have to play. And we have to play them on the road. That That's, you know, that's not the schedule makers. That That's fixed, right? But we have to play them on the road after being on the road versus Seattle. That's not cool. Now, the three-day rest, it's like, okay, you threw us a little bit of a bone there. We get 11 days rest before this game. That's good. Um, and again, back to it, Eagles have at Kansas City versus Buffalo, then they play us. I mean, that is three juggernauts. That's three top five teams in a row. Most difficult game. And, you know, the teams, you got Debo coming out talking about how much he hates them. Eagles talking about all this stuff and whatever else. And, you know, revenge game. I see you, Andrew. I see that. Uh, Terror, yeah. Philly coming off back-to-back with Kansas City and Buffalo. We got them. We'll see. It's week eight. Purdy will be back by then, almost guaranteed. Will he be the starter? Will Trey do enough to kind of stake that? I don't I want to see Purdy at that point. I really do, just because I want the rematch, right? I want that. And so, like, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what that is. Philly will be weak by then. Interesting. Um, History tells us that there will be another NFC juggernaut by then. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Best best NFC team in Silver Linings Playbook. Hey, man, I freaking love that movie. I freaking love that movie. I love that. Can we bring our own replay officials versus Philly? Yeah, they, they, they were just bad. Start to finish, they were bad. So, Now, I will say this. I do not have the Philly game as a road trip currently. I am working on several different games. We'll find out more next week. 
Um, again, if you're just now joining us, the games that we will be traveling to at Pittsburgh, home versus Dallas, at Minnesota, at Jacksonville, at Seattle, at Arizona. Those are the ones we have booked currently. We're going to add more dates, but it just it just takes time and solidifying all these details and all that. So it just takes a lot. Uh, hopefully, you guys can appreciate that. But go get your tickets. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, uh, they are up. You're able to buy those tickets now. We do expect to sell out at a lot of these spots, especially for the tailgates. Tailgates sell out because we have to bring a certain amount of food and drinks and all that stuff to make sure everybody gets unlimited. A big reason why I started these things was – I would pay to go to some of these tailgates. I don't want to say negative things about anybody specific at all because I love that so many different people do tailgates. But then I would wait in line for 45 minutes for a damn hot dog, and I'd only get, like, two beers. And it was just like, man, what is going on? Like, I don't want to spend time waiting in line. So, yeah, we try to, you know, make money on these things, which I don't always do because my number one priority is people having a good time. And I don't want people waiting in line for food and drinks for hours on – like, that's stupid to me. I want people to be together, and I want people to have a good time. And so we don't oversell on these things. We have limits and budgets to make sure that there is enough for everybody to have their fill and then some. And most of our parties, we even go back and – I don't think I've ever thrown a road trip. I, I got to think about this. Seattle was rough, but again, we had a bar for that one that ran it, but we had 250 people show up. <laughs> we sold 100 tickets, and then a bunch of other people showed up, and it was like, you can party with us. You can't have any of our stuff because we'll run out. But uh, we always have extras, which is really, really nice. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll see that. Now, let's go back, and let's talk about Ice Cold Narsh, the man. Um, he went through, if you were with us from the start of this episode and ranked, I've done this episode now three times and he went through and said, these are the games we lost last year. I haven't checked these, but man, Narsh, I freaking love that. He did this last year. We lost the games that I ranked one, four, 14, 17. If that was the case this year, that means we would lose the number one game at Philly number four game at you know, at home versus Baltimore Christmas 14 game versus the Rams last week of the season. Um, and then 17 versus Tampa Bay. If that was the case, that means we would have losses against Tampa Bay. That's an NFC team Rams. That's an NFC team Four Baltimore AFC team Philly week one. So we would basically go five and one in the division. And we would have the same record, right? 13 and 4. I don't know if that would be enough for the one seed, but 100% we would be winning the division, right? So we would be NFC West champs, at worst, probably a three seed. I'd be totally cool with that. Totally cool with that. Now, if we look back to 2021, two years ago, we lost 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10. So you, you look at that schedule, and again, we barely got in. That was the 10 and 7 year, right? Is that right? Yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That means we lose at Philly. We lose the Bengals. We lose Baltimore. We lose Jacksonville, Seattle, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. So again, you're looking at just the divisional games we lost. Seattle, that's a loss. And I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Man, we'd probably still win the division. It'd be tough. You'd be in the tiebreakers. But the thing that's consistent is the one and four. Back-to-back -back years, we've lost the most difficult and the fourth difficult. That's at Philly and versus Baltimore, if that's going to hold true. And again, this is just based off of my stupid ramblings. And I would put a lot of stock into it. But man, I, I love that you put that up there. I, I just think that's perfect. I, I really, really do. Uh, really, really cool that, that you did that as well. So thank you for that. Um, and you know, a couple other things, look at big Papa last night, we had our Patreon zoom hangout and we watched the 40 dollars versus Dallas game in 1994, the regular season matchup. Uh, we'll get to the playoffs and it was an awesome game. It was a lot of fun. And you know, one of the things I struggle with most, I don't know what I am. <laughs> Not that, like, I have this, like, ontological, like, existential crisis or anything, but, like, um, I don't know what my job is. I think the term that most people say is, like, content creator, which I hate because I think 
most time that's a negative thing. I don't like calling myself a YouTuber or a podcaster. I don't know what the hell I am. I'm not a beat reporter. I'm not an insider. I'm just like a big goofball. And Big Papa came up with this thing. He's like, he said he was thinking about. It. He's like, man, you're a content curator, and I like that a lot more. I really, really do. I know it's like weird or whatever. And he he put this thing out there that like I don't like to create stuff. I want to talk about my team, right? And so like I want to build up the team in the community. I don't want to create stuff. I don't want to be headlines. I don't want to be viral. Those are not things I want. I don't want that. I want to interact with people I like. I want to interact with all, even people I like to argue. But I don't like tearing people down. And I think content creators do that a little too too frequently. That That's a problem. Tearing people down because it's going to get you clicks or money. I hate that, man. Now, do I like everything or all my takes positive? No. But I don't want to go out of my way and create fake headlines and... I just, ah, it's gross, man. It grossed me out. I want to, and again, I go back to this all the time. I want to build a community. I want to get people together and build the community. Uh, that's just what I want. And two, I want people to have a better fan experience. And so, Big Papa, I appreciate you, man. Content curator. I like it. We'll see if it catches. I don't, I don't know. We'll see if it catches. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And Yatsik says, man, can we just sweep the NFC West again? Let's begin our division discussion. Six and zero start, please. And thank you in advance. You win the division, you're in. You go six and zero against your division, it's a, it's it's over. We went seven and zero against them last year because we beat Seattle again in the playoffs. That doesn't happen often, really. I think it's happened like four or five times for the 49ers in the history of their franchise. I would be happy with a five and one. Four and two would bother me. Three and three is a no go. So 6-0 is what I want. 5-1. If I could sign up right now, right? And I'll ask you guys this. I'm going to turn this to you. If you could guarantee a 5-1 divisional record, would you take it right now? Yes or no? Put in the comments, take it or nah, go for the sweep. Would you take a 5-1 divisional record right now? I would sign up for that. No hesitation. 5-1, you're in the playoffs. Guaranteed. I mean, you look at divisional records. Man, let me pull up ESPN. Let's see here. Because I want to see how many teams went 5-1. and one. Because it's it's not a direct correlation between making the playoffs. But, man, you look at divisional teams that went 5-1 and one last year. Oh, get this. Oh, man, get this. This is crazy. Do you know how many teams went 5-1 and one in the division last year? Zero. Zero. Nobody did. You had the 49ers and the Chiefs go 6-0 and and nobody else. The next best was 4-2. and And there are a lot of... Oh, no. I was wrong. I was wrong. The Detroit Lions, you sneaky Don Burr, snuck in there. They went 5-1 and and missed the playoffs. Hmm. That is a trip. They probably should have made it but just the worst coaching job ever on the defensive side of the ball, and they were so terrible to start the year. Man, there you go. So I was wrong. One team went 5-1, and one, and they missed the playoffs. Every other team went 4-2. and two. Um, Interesting. And so, yeah, we're, we're seeing these, these takes right here. Yes, Andrew's going to take it, take it, take it. <laughs> Andrew says, <laughs> Jeff says, nope, go for 6-0, and oh, take it, of course. Of course, take it. As long as we beat Seattle and Seattle. Aaron, thank you. That's the most important game on this schedule. 100% take it. Scott says take it. Josh, yes. 5-1, and one, but we lose to the Cardinals. Oh, look at that. Negotiated with the hypothetical. I respect that so much. <laughs> I love it. Tara, he'll take it, but can't lose to Rams or Seattle. See, I don't put the Rams in that, but, you know, it, it's what it is. Uh, I'm one on five on first dates. Work it out. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Hey, all you need is that one, baby. It's just percentages. Just percentages. How do you go five and one to miss the playoffs? So what's that? How do you, how do you, <laughs> it reminds me of Friday. How do you get fired on your day off? <laughs> that insane energy right there. How do you get fired on your day off? That's a good question. I love it, man. We're starting off seven and one. Man, if the Niners started off hot, whew, that would be nice. Yeah, we're not losing to the Cardinals. They're so bad, man. They're so they're they're underdogs in all 17 games already. Whew. That is a rough. 
Um, right here, Debster. I, I like this. Are the Rams going to surprise us like the Hawks did last year, though? No. Nope. And here's why. Seattle had good depth. They just didn't have stars. Rams, they had stars with no depth. You lost one of those stars, everything fell apart. You lost two of those stars, then it was like, okay, you're like the worst team ever. Um, So I, I don't... The Rams would have to, I don't know. Matt Stafford would have to have the best year of his career. Cooper Cup would have to have the best year of his career. Aaron Donald would have to have the best year of his career to get to nine wins. And, and I saw Eric Crocker, he put out this morning that the Rams are like seven and a half, I think is the uh, Vegas odds, and he's betting the over. I think they got a great coach. I don't know. And then you could say, well, they won five games last year with like picking quarterbacks up off the street. I don't know, man. They were negative 77 in point differential. They were so bad. Let me look at their I, I want to look and see what happened late. Real quick. Where were the Rams at? Gosh, they were such a dumpster fire. They started out, they were 2-1 and one till we beat them. They were 3-3 three and three at their bye week. They were 3-3. Three and three. They went 2... <laughs> they went 2-9 and nine to close out the year. Again, depth. Like, you gotta have depth. We beat them 31-14 week 8, and then it was just, oh, so bad. I don't know, man. They did. They, they almost beat Seattle late. You remember that? Seattle sucked late. People forget... Everybody's being on like, oh, if Gino plays like he did last year. Like, I, I keep saying, man, there was two Genos last year. There was Gino first half of the season, awesome. There was Gino second half of the season, average at best. At best. What's Gino's going to show up? I don't know, man. They did not go for a quarterback to back him up. It's Gino or bust this year. And, you know, the film got out there. I don't know. We'll see. Did they get better tools? Is Jackson Smith and Jigba incredible? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. This has been a lot of fun, guys. I, I really do appreciate. And, and right here, Debbie, yeah. Gino surprised everyone last year. He did. If you say he didn't surprise you, yeah. I thought Seattle was going to suck last year. I thought they were going to be a seven-win team. That's just what I thought they were. They weren't. Um, they, they were a nine and eight team and they were red hot early. There's no doubt about that. But again, you look at what they did. They were six and three and finished nine and eight. They were six and three and finished nine and eight. They went three and five. If you count the loss three and six to close out the year, they were bad down the stretch. They really were. And their only wins, they beat the Rams twice down the stretch and the Jets. I think it was like Joe Flacco Jets, too. Like, might have been Mike White. But, like, their only three wins from November on were <laughs> uh, they beat the Cardinals, they beat the Rams twice, and the Jets. Every good team they play, they lost. I don't know, man. Who it man? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just gonna be real with y'all. You look at listen to the wins. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I don't care. I, I feel like talking about this. I'm having fun. Hope y'all have fun. I, I love that y'all are with me right now. Listen to the wins. These are the teams that the Seahawks beat last year: Broncos, Lions early. Again, that was a 45 to 48 game. Cardinals, Chargers, Giants. That's probably their best win on their schedule. Cardinals, Rams. Jets, Rams. Come on. Now, I hate Seattle, and so that's my bias, but tell me that's a good damn team that they beat. I think the Chargers were the only team that they beat the Chargers and they beat the Giants. Those are two playoff teams, but those are back-end playoff teams. That's it. That's it. They beat nobody else of consequence. Nobody. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I'm sorry. And I again, they won 9 games. Congratulations. Barely got into the playoffs. Barely got into the playoffs. 
I don't respect this organization. Are they drafting well? Are they adding talent? Sure. I'm sorry, man. Whew. Get me fired up, man. Yeah, and he got hot early. Gino was great early. And then, yeah, he got smoked in the playoffs 41 to 23. Let me look at Gino's stats of the year, okay? Let's look at his stats of the year. 69.8% completion percentage, awesome. 4,200 yards passing, great. Niners have not had a 4,000-yard passer since Jeff Garcia. Now, a lot of that's because we've been run-heavy dominant coaches for so long. Hardball, Shanahan, and then those other, yuck, whatever. 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Overall, great stats. Great stats. Now, now... Let's look at the game logs because I think this is what's so important. He had one game, one game out of his last one, two, three, four, five, six games over a 100 quarterback rating. Once, once. Now, early on, he was red hot. There's no doubt about it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. He had nine games out of his first 12 over 100 quarterback rating played awesome he had one his last seven counting the playoff game one i'm telling you he wasn't the same he wasn't the same I, and almost all of his picks came during that time one two three four five six seven eight of his picks came once you got to december on yeah so december on whenever it mattered Eight of his 11 picks came from December on. I don't care, man. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe Geno's great. And I'm not like an anti-Geno guy, but he's... I'm sorry. It doesn't... The, the, the stats, the film, the record, the... Everything says wasn't great. Great to start. Awesome. Awesome. No. Just nope. And again, if he does duplicate what he did last year, awesome. Nine and eight last year, cool, awesome, really cool, man. You do you. Like, it, it, thank you, Kenneth. It, good to see you in here, by the way. Um, yeah, man. I, I'm sorry, I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. Not doing it. Anyway, this is fun. You guys are incredible. Um, I, I got to go work on some more website stuff and get some more trips up for uh, 49ers Rush Road Trip. You guys are incredible. We got a lot more content coming your way over on Patreon. Lots more stuff coming. But uh, that's going to do it for us today. And just want to say thank you, man, to our executive producers, Timothy R., David G., Philip K., Kilted Niner, 49ers George 365. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, stay strong and faithful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.